You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 91. Today we'll read the second chapter of Acts together. Tongues like flames of fire, Peter gives a sermon at Pentecost, and 3,000 come to believe. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. It will be quite a while before we discuss the book of Proverbs next year, and more specifically, Proverbs 31. It's a beautiful discourse describing a godly woman, wife, and mother, and one that I hope we all reach for. I was shopping on faithgear.com the other day, and I saw a t-shirt printed with Proverbs 31.10. It said, Worth far more than rubies. It surprised me with equal amounts of joy and sadness. Certainly joy to know what God thinks of a wife of noble character. For God, my husband, and for those to whom I am a witness in this life, I strive to be that woman of integrity. I miss the mark more often than I care to admit, but in His mercy, with every blunder, comes resolve to try again. I was also struck, however, by the thought that there are so many women in this world who need to hear and see and know this verse. They do not know they are valued by God. I want to be an encouragement to those women who may not know they are fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139.14 We all know a woman who needs to hear that. Would you share the podcast with a woman you know today? We find truth when we open the Word of God together, and there is no greater encouragement than that. I put the link to that t-shirt on my Marketplace page at LiftingHerVoice.com. Acts Chapter 2 When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly. A sound like that of a violent rushing wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house where they were staying. They saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and rested on each one of them. Then they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were Jews staying in Jerusalem, 
devout people from every nation under heaven. When this sound occurred, a crowd came together and was confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and amazed, saying, Look, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each of us can hear them in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, those who live in Mesopotamia, in Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus in Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the magnificent acts of God in our own tongues. They were all astounded and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But some sneered and said, They're drunk on new wine. Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and proclaimed to them, Fellow Jews and all you residents of Jerusalem, let this be known to you and pay attention to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's only nine in the morning. On the contrary, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it will be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Then your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. I will even pour out my Spirit on my servants in those days, both men and women, and they will prophesy. I will display wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire, and a cloud of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord comes. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to these words. This Jesus of Nazareth was a man attested to you by God with miracles, wonders, and signs that God did among you through him, just as you yourselves know. Though he was delivered up according to God's determined plan and foreknowledge, you used lawless people to nail him to a cross and kill him. God raised him up, ending the pains of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by death. For David says of him, I saw the Lord ever before me, because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad, and my tongue rejoices, moreover my flesh will rest in hope, because you will not abandon me in Hades, or allow your Holy One to see decay. You have revealed the paths of life to me, you will fill me with gladness in your presence. Brothers and sisters, I can confidently speak to you about the patriarch David. He is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us today. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn an oath to him to seat one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke concerning the resurrection of the Messiah. 
He was not abandoned in Hades, and his flesh did not experience decay. God has raised this Jesus. We are all witnesses of this. Therefore, since he has been exalted to the right hand of God and has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, he has poured out what you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord declared to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know with certainty that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When they heard this, they were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, and for your children, and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. With many other words he testified and strongly urged them, saying, Be saved from this corrupt generation. So those who accepted his message were baptized, and that day about three thousand people were added to them. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Now all the believers were together and held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property and distributed the proceeds to all, as any had need. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joyful and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Every day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. Pentecost was one of the annual festivals that required men to come to the temple in Jerusalem every year. We'll read more about that next year in the Old Testament. There were a lot of people in Jerusalem that week, from every country and language. Imagine being a Jew from, say, Rome. Usually the primary languages you would hear at the annual gatherings were Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. But suddenly, you heard someone praising God in Italian. The apostles definitely had the attention of the passers-by. And then Peter stood up to speak to the crowd. One uneducated fisherman, plus the Holy Spirit, equaled an articulate, bold speaker, expositing the story of Jesus' purpose, death, and resurrection in a way that pierced its hearers to the core. Some of these were the same people who had been shouting for him to be crucified only six weeks before. But at that moment, they knew they had heard truth and wanted very much to know what they must do. What precious promises Peter gave them from the Lord. Those promises are for us, too. Let's pray. Oh God, what does it even look like 
for 3,000 people to be baptized in one day. What a beginning. What a promise. Thank you for your faithfulness, even when we are faithless. Thank you that since the beginning of time, you have known the way you would draw us to you. Thank you that just like you used Peter, you can use us too. Find us willing, Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.